0: And you'll have to pay big money down if you want to see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. You can get a ticket for $1,400, but that's in the cheap seats. It's more like $10,000 for the good seats on StubHub, the resale ticket price. By the way, the price on the ticket's face is $75. Ticket scalping is an estimated $15 billion business, so naturally... Rich Wall Streeters wanted in on this action, and it's cost them. Joining us from the federal courthouse in Manhattan is Bob Van Voris, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Bob, you wrote that a few big money types, including Paul Tudor Jones and Michael Dell, were allegedly, and I love this phrase, snookered like out-of-towners in Times Square. Tell us about what happened.
1: Well, that's exactly right. The uh, a number of people connected to uh, hedge funds and uh, people working for hedge funds saw an opportunity to buy into these uh, small companies that were buying blocks of tickets and selling them at a huge increase. Uh, stuff like, uh, as you said, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Hamilton on Broadway, Adele concerts, uh, Taylor Swift, and... Um, there was a, a, a huge opportunity, as everybody knows, for, um, you know, when you try to go to see one of these shows, it's going to cost you probably a lot more than, than is on the face of the ticket. And uh, hedge fund people wanted into that. Unfortunately, uh, there have been at least uh, three alleged scams uh, of that, uh, that snookered, uh, as you said, uh, uh, people here on Wall Street.
0: And um, so, so tell us what happened. Was it sort of like a Ponzi scheme?
1: Well, it, it, it was basically like a Ponzi scheme. Uh, Craig Carton, who is a, a very popular sports was a very popular sports radio host here in New York, uh, a man named Joseph Melli, who was a uh, Hampton socialite, and uh, a former New York City math teacher uh, named Jason Nessen, uh all uh, invited in investors and and uh, you know claim that they had an inside track to getting. These tickets at a at a discount, so uh, you know buy low, sell high. Uh, they buy them uh, with the investor money, h- hold on to them, and then when the uh, you know when people really wanted to go see those shows, they sell them at a at a, at a big markup. Um, unfortunately, uh, prosecutors claim in these cases. They just took the money, and uh, they lived that uh, Craig Carton uh, just used the money to pay off gambling debts and other debts, uh, that the other people uh, never used these, this money to, to buy the tickets they were supposed to buy.
0: So authorities have studied ticket scalping many times, including most recently New York AG Eric Schneiderman, who said ticketing is still a rigged system. Is there any suggestion of a way to fix it?
1: Well, it's you know, I mean, there's kind of a patchwork of laws across the country, and that's why there's so many small players in this, in this market because you know the laws that apply to you in New York State uh, are going to be different from the ones that that apply in San Francisco, uh, and um, you know, so it's it's difficult uh, sometimes to run uh, a national business. There's only a handful of companies like StubHub and Ticket IQ and SeatGeek. That, uh, that, that are the big players, but then there's a lot of these sort of smaller players that are the ones that are charged with, you know, suckering investors.
0: Mm. I'll probably never get to see Hamilton at this rate. Uh, let's turn now to the bribery scandal in the NCAA. Yesterday, federal prosecutors announced criminal charges of bribery, conspiracy, and fraud against 10 coaches, managers, financial advisors, and representatives of sportswear companies. So tell us about the charges.
1: Well, the, uh, t- uh, 10 people were charged. Uh, it involved uh, four schools. Um, and uh, the, the allegations here were that, um, you know, bribes were paid to get access to uh, uh, up-and-coming uh, athletes to, to get them to uh, go to schools that um, uh, that were sponsored by a particular um, uh, athletic wear companies, uh, and also that uh, um, uh, it's charged that uh, people were steered to uh, a, a disreputable um, uh, financial advisor who turned out to be cooperating with the FBI. Um, The uh, financial advisor, uh, a guy named Marty Blazer, uh, uh, financial advisor in Pittsburgh, had gotten in trouble with the SEC and then started cooperating with the feds. And so the uh, prosecutors say that uh, he teamed up uh, with some undercover FBI agents and they went out uh, basically for a couple of years out on uh, sting operations. And that's how they lured some of these people in.
0: They have hundreds of they have wiretaps, hundreds of wiretaps and recordings. It's it's a, it's it's an ongoing investigation. Um, is part of the problem or the main problem the NCAA's restrictions on compensation? Is that what leads to this?
1: Well, certainly. You know, I mean, when people are uh, not paid what the the market will bear. Um, there are people who are going to come in, and uh, even if it's against the law, they're going to, uh, you know, sometimes try to try to get around that, try to try to bribe their way into it. Because once they leave college, once they go pro, there's just so much money to be made with these people.
0: And what is a possible defense here?
1: Uh, if you thought it, that
0: far, it's pretty far ahead, but still,
1: it, it, it's a good question. I mean, it's certainly going to dep- depend uh, what is on those tapes, um, you know. If you are, uh, you know, on a recording um, taking bribes from the FBI and you've got marked money uh, from, from the FBI, that's going to be a little hard to, to defend against. But I suppose, um, you know, uh, their, their lawyers are going to do the very best that they can.
0: So now we have um, uh, Rick Pitino being ousted by Louisville. Is that connected to this investigation? Um,
1: I had heard that, and I'm not sure I, – I don't know what, what uh, uh, brought that about, but, uh, but but certainly the timing is interesting. You
0: know, Bob, it seems as if there are a lot of scandals, and there have been, in the NCAA, and perhaps it's time for new rules.
1: Well, you know, it, it could well be. Uh, when he was asked about that yesterday, June Kim, the acting U.S. attorney in Manhattan, said, look, we're not, uh, we're not in the business of suggesting new rules for, for college sports. We're in the business of putting people in prison when they violate the law and we can convict them. Uh, so, I mean, that's the track that this is going to follow in the short run. We're going to see where these criminal cases go, and we'll see if college sports responds to it by, you know, cleaning their own house.
0: He also said the madness of college basketball went well beyond the madness of March, sort of taking after his uh, his mentor there, who has left uh, Preet Barrara. So that was Jim. Co- that was uh, June Kim, the acting U.S. Attorney in Manhattan, at a press conference. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, Bob Van Voorhis. He's a Bloomberg News legal reporter, and he joins us from the Manhattan Federal Courthouse.